business stuck? Tired of leaving money on the table? This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast. What is up, Johnny Boy? What is going on there, Andrew? How's it going, man? Oh, I'm great, man. Well, today we're talking about something that's near and dear to our hearts here at Business Growth Hacks, which is, it's basically this methodology of sales or marketing called the inbound methodology. And really how I'm going to talk about it is much simpler than that, which is sales has changed. It is not what it used to be. I mean, it depends on what you're selling now yeah. versus oh, how yeah. you look at it and go after it. So we're going to start with a statistic because that's what we always do. Always. But this is a pretty good one. You found this one and it is gold. It says 14.6 is the close rate for search engines, while traditional marketing has a close rate of 1.7%. So what does that mean? Let's break it down. Yeah. So, I mean... The number 1%, right? Like that should be 1.7. It seems like a small number, right? Yeah. And 15%, 14.6, that's obviously not a huge number either. But when you think about them, 15 times more people will close from a search that they did on Google or whatever search engine. Than your old school cold call. That's right. Than a billboard, than a cold call. I can say, you know, when we first saw that stat, I told you, I don't know if that's correct, but just based on a, how many people I hang up on for spam phone calls, I would say it is. I'd say it's higher, realistically. Honestly, it's probably more like 0.5% for me, personally. Yes. So today we're going to talk about and focus on how the sales process has changed and how it's being redefined, all right? Because it's completely different. So let's kick this thing off by stating the obvious. Before the internet, you know, uh, buyers were relatively uninformed, right? Back in the day, even when we were kids, and we're, we're younger, right? We're millennials in the sense of when we were born and whatnot. And so we had a lot more technology than the people that came, you know, our parents and, you know. I mean, I watched it go from newspaper to Facebook feed. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for real, like MySpace was our first taste at this is coming. This is coming, right? And even then, it was still really weird and new. And I remember it. You didn't feel like you were really talking to someone at first. Whereas now, I have full-on business conversations in a social media app. And I'm like, this is kind of odd to me. This should be an email, right? I guess it doesn't matter where. Yeah. So the buyer's journey then was pretty straightforward, right? They had a need, and a salesperson was able to step in and help solve for that. Well, they had a need and no knowledge. So the teacher was the salesman. That's right. And they had to, I think I brought this up on another podcast episode, but you know, it's what I do. Probably. We're going to tell that story again. I'm going to tell that story for the 50th time. Yeah. Old man Brockenbush. <laughs> old man Andrew. <laughs> old man Brockenbush. So I think I told you about that client who, when I had my first ever meeting with them and I asked them how they were presenting their marketing materials or their sales materials. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he opened that huge book. It's like pages and pages of all the things that they did. And I was like, y'all don't use that, do you? And he was like, yeah, every sales meeting. Yeah, this is how we sell it. He's like, I'm going to make that digital and change your world one. <laughs> yeah, like we're about, to, we're about to change your life. Mainly because like they were still in that traditional mindset, right? That they had to do that. And we've talked about this with marketing before and other things. You know, the fundamentals in any area that are there were laid there for a reason. And, you know, so we're not negating any of those old tactics or things that work. We're just saying the way that it looks here has changed. Yeah. I mean, the trigger now for a buyer having a need can be way more random, 
right? Like you might not know, like it might not be inherently, you know, clear that they are looking for a salesperson, right? It might be that they downloaded an ebook off your website or read a blog post or commented on one of your social posts. Because they're contacting you doesn't mean they're ready to buy. That's right. There are a lot of people are in the discovery phase. Yeah, used to if you were getting a phone call or on the phone with a salesman of some kind, there was a sale about to happen. But now the first initial contact may not be for that sale. It's to find out more info or to find a discount. Exactly. Yeah. You're just looking for the best deal. I mean, car shopping is the perfect example of that, right? Like back in the day, you'd go into a dealership and say, well, tell me about this engine and tell me about the features and benefits of this car versus that car. Now, when you go into a dealership, when you go into a dealership now, you know exactly what you want to look at. You know the mileage before you ever step in the door. And what does the catalog look like now? It's a picture of a guy that you want to be driving that car. And that's pretty much it other than just the title of what it is. I mean, the internet really transformed the way buyers were able to be informed about a decision, right? They are way more prepped. People are going to hate me for saying this, but most of the time people don't need a salesperson to make a decision. I find that I sometimes get annoyed with the salesperson if I know, especially music gear, podcast gear, stuff like that. I know exactly what I want. You might be saying, well, why should we even have salespeople anymore? We're going to get to that because salespeople, I still think it's still important. They're still relevant. We're not saying don't get rid of your sales team, fire everybody right now, okay? But when the modern buyer has a need for a product or a service, they've gotten all their answers online already, right? They're going to Google it. Right. They're going to go Google it. They're going to go YouTube it. They're going to look at your competitors. They're going to see the reviews about your business. Yeah, you're right about the competitors because I am probably the worst on that. I will go look at everybody. Why are you the best? That's right. And it's funny too because I hear traditionalists, business owners say things like, well, my competitors are going to find out about that or my competitors are going to hear this. And it's like the clarity that you need to have as a business owner is that they already know. Your competition already knows and everyone already knows about your competition. Well, how secret are trade secrets in the trade circles? I mean, I just think that nowadays the customer is way smarter than you think, right? Like, For me to talk to you and you think that I didn't already find out who your competitor is and what's good and bad about them. It kind of assumes a lot about your customer that you probably shouldn't. That's right. Yeah. And honestly, for me, it's a huge turnoff as a potential customer when you talk to me in a way that makes me think, especially when you kind of try to start to do that. Well, I'm better in this way and I'm better in that way. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't need to tell me that. I've already made that decision on my own. I called you for a reason. I looked at quality of product most That's likely. That's right. Yeah. I've already looked at your competition likely. I've already looked at the reviews. I know if you make the top of the line or the bottom of the line. That's right. So there's no reason for you to get into that. Don't do that. Focus in on me and what my needs are. And if you do that, you don't need to tell me anything about your competitor. I don't care about them. I already saw them and I called you versus them. Well, it's like those political ads where they just run about the opponent instead of anything that they've done. It's like, okay, cool. You can talk crap, but what have you done? Yeah, exactly. Where's the substance? Where's the beef? You know, I think that most people, most buyers can reach a decision stage in their, you know, kind of in the customer journey, all without ever contacting or speaking to a salesperson. And a well-designed website should get them there. Which means the salesperson's job now has to change. It has to evolve. Right. So it's not educating anymore. But what is it? 
I think it's getting into the why, what they need. I think that the modern buyer is used to personalization. I mean, it's no longer the approach where I have to bring that book in and say, hey, John, we sell websites, we sell social media, we sell SEO, we sell blogs, we sell podcasts, and you're just going, bro, I don't need any of that. So it's my job as a salesperson to say, hey, John, I noticed that you've spent a lot of time on our website looking at our blogging service. Let's talk a little bit about your needs. Yeah. So what do you need? Yeah. That's right. Because you already know what you need. Yeah. And honestly, for us, that approach is more natural too for the sense that we're trying to figure out what it is you want to even do and if we can even help you do that. That's right. I think that so many times we're jumping for the opportunity that we forget to say, is this a good fit? Right. Just because it's something doesn't mean it is the thing. That's right. Not every customer is the best customer. And not every company is the best company. Andrew, that was such a great episode, man. Where did you get all that knowledge this week? Uh, if you didn't know, if you're not taking the business growth challenge, then you might not know that we have one bonus habit, which is to read for 20 minutes from a business or a self-development book. And honestly, man, I started that at the beginning of the year and it has been a game changer for me. I'm absorbing information, soaking it up like never before. It's a lot of fun. So make sure if you haven't already, check out the business growth challenge. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com.